I'm Raphael of the Collection Plate Podcast, and this episode is sponsored and partnered by Golu Nutrition. Golu Nutrition Gummies is America's number one way of intaking apple cider vinegar for a boost of energy throughout your day. Two gummies equals one shot of apple cider vinegar. After every meal, just pop two in your mouth and go on about your business, child. Goli Gummies helps with healthy digestion, weight management, reducing the appetite, immune system, heart health, and improving your energy. These gummies are also gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, unfiltered, and gelatin-free. Goli has a new gummy called Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha gummies will provide you with the vitamin D and the Ashwagandha K66 that your body needs to relax. Whether you just went hard in the gym or your kids just stressing you the hell out, grab you a bottle of Ashwagandha gummies to relax from Goli Nutrition today. Oh, and don't forget to use my code RAPHEEL5, that's R-A-P-L-H-E-A-L-5, to save up to 5% so you don't have to spend all your little stimulus check. Visit GoliNutrition.com right now, starting now, and let them know that Raphael sent you. What's going on? Welcome to the official podcast of The, the Collection, Collection Plate with, with Bam and Raphael, where we know all money ain't good money. going on everybody welcome to the collection plate if you guys haven't already make sure you guys subscribe to our podcast on either platform that's apple google stitcher or amazon um and just welcome everybody yeah we want to just welcome everybody like you know all new ears are always welcome and you know with the collection plate you're gonna get an earful and we don't give a damn if you like it or not but you're going to keep listening because that's, that's just what, you know, nosy people do. Like, but hold on. Before we move any further, like, what what is this subscribe? What What is that? What What Listen is now, that? what you not about to do? What is that? Like, because I was like, wait. <laughs> what? I guess it's got to be coming from thing. my Georgia accent. Listen, I'm sorry. It's, I was like, what? I didn't know that subscribe had C-H. Subscribe. S-H. Subscribe. Y'all know what he meant. I know what he meant. This week on the main line, tune in with me as we catch up with Ralph after an interesting Easter weekend. So what was interesting that went on with you in the past few weeks? It's been like weeks. Yes, weeks. Well, I mean, I didn't really do much today. I should have went to church, but, mm, you know, God knows my heart. Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> I was trying to look for an uh, um, online service to watch, but I think Joe Osteen was going off by the time I woke up. But, um, yeah, this weekend I just went and got my wax, my, my second wax. It's my second time getting my ass wax. <laughs> and it wasn't as bad as the first time. Oh, Lord, I swear you are just too open for me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Like- what I mean, like that's what, what the I did. fuck? Like what? <laughs> we went from talking about Easter Sunday to you getting your ass waxed. What? <laughs> what? Like that? That doesn't. I mean, what? God created me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, in all of your damn randomness, you went from church <laughs> to ass. You had to be a part of the South Side of the Kingdom. You, matter of fact, you are a part of the South Side of the Kingdom. 
south side of the kingdom what is that so like you know in the bible you know like a lot of people didn't realize that there's different port there's different parts of the church uh-oh. You know, you got the uppity side of the church, you know what I'm saying? The folks that act like they don't do a damn thing or they act like they're just so sinless. And you got the east and the west side. They, I was, I'm going to call them the neutrals. Then you got the south side of the kingdom. Where that's, that's where the party was at. You know what I'm saying? You had the whole, you had the hoes, you had the adulterers, you had the LGBTQ+, AIIA, all of that. You had the, the, the ass shakers. Because whether you know it or not, a lot of the, well, one of the um, characters in the Bible, I think it was, I forgot who it was. He was basically dancing out his clothes. Sheba. No, fool, that's a woman. Please read your Bible. Please read it. But anyway, go ahead. So how was, how was that experience for the second time? Um, It was, like I said, it was easier than the first time because the first time I could have kicked her in her face. But this time, you know, we just held conversation. It stung a little bit, but hey. It's so you must have been Chewbacca. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Chewbacca in this motherfucker. <laughs> no, it was good. Anyway. She said, hold on, I'm going to ride a fucking wax. We got to bring out the heavy artillery. <laughs> no, I was not that hairy. <laughs> I was semi-hairy. I just oh, don't like hearing my ass. I just don't. Anyways, that's just me. I heard it keeps funk. <laughs> huh? Hairs on your ass keep funk though. Right. And that and I'm not funky. I'm not gonna be funky. <laughs> Brass monkey. Shit. Brass monkey. Lord have mercy. As you can see, Ralph exposed too much information. But tune in next week to see who's on the main line, because clearly it ain't Jesus. All right, y'all, let's get into these church announcements. Uh, A driver rams a car into a Maryland Taco Bell and bystanders um, are ran over after a drive-thru assault. According to Maryland police in the Charles county sheriff's office um they are searching for suspects who fled the scene after crashing into people outside the restaurant in wardoff and then into the restaurant itself the people inside the vehicle got into an argument with a drive-thru worker around 10 p.m on wednesday according to a news release from the sheriff's office one of the suspects reportedly got out of the car and assaulted the worker before getting back into the vehicle they then went around to the front entrance of the taco bell and teased the people outside the establishment uh, by driving revert in reverse and going forward, revving the engine, and then they decided to go ahead and uh, hit the people and run straight into the, ta- the Taco Bell. My thoughts on this story, I'm just disgusted by people's actions these days. Like, I understand you get into a lot of different arguments with fast food workers in the drive-thru because they get either get your order wrong or they're moving too fucking slow. It's just, we all have our different uh, situations. But for you to drive around to the front entrance of the Taco Bell and drive through the bitch, like, that's just... I guess it is. Bitch, where's my taco? Where's my taco? Where's my taco? 
I like, want my taco now. Now, now I can see if it was Popeyes, but fucking Taco Bell. Well, like, you, you know, doing all some people like, some people still want to support Taco Bell, even though that shit will tear your stomach up. You know what I'm saying, but you do all you doing all this over top over dog meat. <laughs> you know, I can I can I, I I vibe with you on that, but you can't even sit there and talk about dog meat because you're gonna go to get you some Taco Bell, ain't you? I know you're gonna get you some Taco Bell after the club. If you fucked up and that's the only thing open, that line might be long. Yeah, I, I, but you go you gonna sit your ass in that line. I do fucks with the crunch wrap supreme and uh Doritos Locos tacos. But it ain't enough to go through no damn door for. Right. I'm not going to drive my vehicle through the front door to Taco Bell because they ain't, I didn't get no damn fire sauce. Like, well, I mean, that's what that's. Listen, look at what times we're in. You don't think you don't think that a person getting their food wrong, especially people losing their mind. You don't think that they're going to do some ratchet um, property lowering bullshit like that. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I feel like instead of people retaliating over their food being wrong and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that you cannot become irate if something's wrong i'm not gonna no scratch that i'm not saying that you cannot express you being upset about your food being wrong but mm-hmm. to blatantly oh and did, didn't the driver um the female i guess she got out of the car and assaulted the employer um then got back in the car and then ran through you i, I guess yeah. assaulting the person wasn't enough i'ma just right. put my whole car through this bitch yeah they i guess they pissed off that bad and, but speaking of, but, and they were black won't they yeah of course see speaking and that's of, <laughs> but speaking <laughs> of black uh upset women a woman opens fire on Burger King employees after waiting too long in the drive-thru. <laughs> now, this must have been down the street from the Taco Bell because these people was on the same damn time schedule this night. So, a Memphis woman is wanted for an ag- aggravated assault after open fire uh, at a Burger King employee. Police were called to Memphis Burger King after a woman became so angry with the wait time at the Burger King, she climbed through the window and opened fire at the employees inside. The workers inside fled through the back door and thankfully no one was injured, but the woman pulled off accompanied by a male who was the driver. Um, So sis was really fucking hungry that night, I guess, because she yeah, pulled she out. She, was, look, she wanted that horse meat. <laughs> <laughs> right. That horse meat. Burger King not even that good to me. I only eat Burger King breakfast and for her to be pulling out a gun of a, of a Whopper, no, it's, you know a burger. Listen, no, they put their burgers on the grill. I seen them make it char char grill or char. It's not, it's not, I mean, it's not like a. It's not like the you know what I'm saying like the the uncle with the slides and them damn plaid shorts grill, but it's a grill. Um, <laughs> shit, you you know Burger King is having your way, and sis did just that. <laughs> So, All right, I, I guess. Uh, but speaking of having to have it your way, um, a former Walmart employee by the name of Lacey Cordell drove through a Concord Mills, North Carolina Walmart Friday morning, according to the Concord Police Department. They said the current employee at the store drove up and down multiple aisles inside the store. Um, he was recently fired, and this may have been his way to retaliate against 
you know, store employees and the store managers or whatever for firing him. Um, it is not said why he was fired, but he it was arrested at the scene and charged with two felonies, counts of assault with a deadly weapon on a government official, felony breaking and entering, two misdemeanor counts of assault with a deadly weapon, and other ca- other charges relating to property damage. Gentry is currently in the Carborus County Jail under a $100,000 bond. Um, have you seen the picture of this man? Yes, he looked like James Brown. No, he don't. <laughs> you remember he James like, Brown got arrested? That's you know that mean. damn thing off of um, it was the night before um, Christmas. <laughs> yes, and that nigga that got all that damn shit on top of his head, <laughs> and he just, he just and it'd be the craziest looking niggas. I swear, man, like black people. PSA: If you are going to do something as off the scale as either driving your car through fucking Taco Bell, unloading a half a clip inside a, a restaurant, fast restaurant, or putting your damn what is that, a damn Volkswagen? Better. <laughs> fucking Walmart aisles. Please at least comb your hair. Please look your best. Please look your best. He was out of it that night. You can tell this nigga was fucking sniffing damn candle wax. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I'm done. I'm done. No, he was drinking. Uh, he was drinking acetone. You know that shit fucking. <laughs> Isn't that the shit to take your nail nail polish off? Acetone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> no, you know who else he look like? <laughs> <laughs> you know that nigga off of uh the one that be like making all them weird ass noises. It's like I think it's like a Nickelodeon show. He got the little loincloth on, he got the little bl- like the red dreads, and he be walking like bouncing around like a monkey. I forgot his damn name, but that's who he looked like. <laughs> Okay. Like, yo. You talking about the wild thornberries? Off of what? The wild thornberries? Is that the, the, the dude that got the little lawn cloth on? He ain't got no shirt on. He always hopping yeah. around. He got them buckets. <laughs> His family is like goes on a safari ride every day or whatever. <laughs> he jumps around like a fucking wild animal. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh All my right. God! And, look, and, and it looked like he was going through the pharmacy. Yeah, that nigga was looking. <laughs> he was looking for the perks. That's what he was looking for. Uh, ooh, he must have been high on vitamin C that day. <laughs> <laughs> His ass probably just got that damn vaccine. That's what. Oh. He- <laughs> That's what the fuck it look like. It's growing out his head. <laughs> the best, the, the Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> no, Johnson, Johnson. Johnson, Johnson. Oh, no. All right, let's get oh into our <clears throat> But um, rapper DMX is hospitalized and on life support following heart attack. Long, long-time lawyer says, according to CNN, um, rapper DMX remains hospitalized and on life support in White Plains, New York. His longtime attorney, Maury Richmond, confirmed to CNN on Sunday. The rapper suffered a heart attack f- 
Friday around 11 p.m. at his home in White Plains and was taken via ambulance to a local hospital where he remains on a ventilator, Richmond said. The attorney said he did not know what may have caused the heart attack. Richmond said he has been known has been knowing DMX for 25 years. Um, and the evening, the sat Saturday evening, um, he had already been in touch with the rapper's family all day. He said he was he is aware of the rapper's medical prognosis, but declined to com comment on it. We ask that you please keep Earl, DMX, and us in your thoughts, wishes, and prayers as we respect our privacy as well as respect our privacy as we face these challenging challenges, the rapper's family said in a statement. Okay, so <clears throat> on a serious note, and this is just me being transparent, uh, I had a family member who, you know, did drugs um, for a long, lengthy amount of time, and then they would stop, be clean for a long, lengthy period of time. Something would happen, and then go back to it. Um, so the empathetic side of me. Uh, I don't know what DMX has been dealing with for long periods of time. And now you can tell a lot of these um, rappers, they deal with a lot of internal issues. And the only thing they can turn to is drugs. Like, let's, let's just be honest. There's other things they can turn to that can help them, but that's, but that, but that's what's available. Easy access to them. Um, it said that uh, the, let me see, I want to make sure I get this right. He said he did not know what may have caused the heart attack. Now, as an attorney, there's a lot of things that you cannot say. So I get it, which brings me to how fucked up is it or how fucked up could it be that um, the attorney basically was just like, you know, he's not going to say anything about what's going on. Like, you have a person that's famous, then they have the family, which is their support system. They have an attorney that they're being told, like, hey, don't tell my family what's going on. To me, I couldn't do a job like that. Because if I'm watching my client die and I have people that is are, are their family, they care about them, uh, I don't I can't I can't see myself like just being like, oh yeah, he's fine. I'm not I gonna mean, honest, honestly the attorney should not talk until the family tells them tells him to talk. I'm talking about to them. Because it says Richmond said he has known DMX for 25 years and says Saturday evening that he has been in touch with the rapper's family all day. He said he's aware of the rapper's medical prognosis, but declined it. okay. Okay, so that's my fault. I'm thinking that he could say nothing to the family. Like he's he's by you know what I'm saying by whatever contract he came into the family. But okay, he did talk to the family about it. Which, like I said, is it either way it goes. If this attorney cannot send it to the family, even though they know of the um, of the famous person's uh, medical prognosis. I still, like I said, I couldn't do no job like that. Um, but uh, yeah, prayers go out to his family um, for whatever he's going through because there's mm -hmm. so many different rumors going on from 
drug overdose to a heart attack. So nobody really knows what's going on. So I'm not going to speak on it. I just want to send my prayer out, prayers out to DMS and his family at this time. Okay, okay. I I do have a question though, like I because you, know, you know me, you know you know me. I'm I'm all about you know mental health and stuff, things of that nature. What do you think? What do, what do you think um, was a major role in this and what he's dealing with? I mean, like I said, I don't know what he's going through. From last I heard, he was sober on drugs. Right. And all of those things. So Exactly. You you expect you would think that he's, you know, doing better. He's not going back to that old self, his old self. But um sometimes people relapse. I don't know. But that's that's allegedly. I don't know. So like I said. <clears throat> That's true. Prayers go out to him. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We have a twelve-year-old Joshua uh, Haley Haley Use of Colorado believes the little boy was left brain dead after trying the TikTok blackout challenge. Fox Eleven reports the trending challenge encourages its participants to see how long they can hold their breaths. According to his father, Joshua was found conscious in his bathroom just a few days after he told his brother he could hold his breath for a minute. Medical officials believe that the family must get ready to say farewell to their son. I'm praying for him every day. It's just heartbreaking to see him laying on the bed, said uh, Joshua's um, father. I was begging them, begging them on the floor, pleading to see if they can give me some time not to give up on him. If I just give up on him, I feel like I'm just walking away from my son. First and foremost, prayers and uh, <clears throat> prayers, most and foremost, go out to um, the family of Joshua. Um, honestly, at some point, can we please stop the challenges? These well, challenges, at least. The dance challenges is okay, but... Yeah. Holding your breath, like, really? that I mean, that's, that's worse than the damn Tide Pods and Drinking Bleach Challenge. Like, this is just... But some people hear that story and would blame the parents, though, you know? Well, I can see that in the sense because parents buying the phone that provides TikTok, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, so I, I, I honestly, I, I believe these apps, these TikTok apps, these Instagram apps and Facebook apps should have an age restriction. I believe most of them do, but somehow these kids find a way to get around these age restrictions. Just like we found a way how to get around looking at um BT uncut when the parents went to sleep. <laughs> That's mm. how hmm. and, more. Out. And, and more. Look, you remember you remember the snow channel? Oh, I remember the I remember the HBO channel. <laughs> I remember the snow channel. That's I'm telling my age, but I remember the snow channel. Oh, I don't know about nothing but the snow channel. No, snow. The snow. snow yeah. So you know when you go to you change the channel. And it's like fuzzed out or whatever, it's distorted. Like mm-hmm. back in the day when you didn't have cable, cable, but it was something cable. Oh, the yeah. right, the snow channel. It's like snow, <laughs> but you know, at the bottom, you can see, you can make out what's going on, and you know, it is what it right. is. You know, shit, <laughs> I know what the fuck was going on, and then you got to turn it down real low so your people's won't hear you watching low key. Uh, explicit. it was a lot of going on. <laughs> That's what was going on. But no, um, on all seriousness, like, yeah, just watch your kids, man. Like, 
12 years old you shouldn't have a phone but no see that's let me let me just go ahead and put this out here because it, it really pisses me off that parents will give their kids tablets and phones and just to sh- shush them up and move them out of their way mm-hmm. um so they don't have to deal with their child True. and if you birthing a child or helping birth a child when i say help i mean like a father um you should be very ten- attentive is that the right attentive. word <clears throat> attentive <laughs> to your children because you had them this this is from your body like and for you to sit there and give them some technology to, to push them away and shut them up mm. um, and then shit like this happens where they're sitting there holding their breath because they're seeing somebody else do it and you're nowhere around to be found shame on you <laughs> I, you know what I didn't I never saw it that way like I never saw it that way same as parents leaving their fucking kids in the cars I mean, <clears throat> but but who's to say that that who's to say that that those parents are like that? I'm not I'm not negating away from your point because it's very valid. Um, you're right. A lot of parents have to stop um, pacifying the frustration that their kids give them by giving them technology because that shit is liquefying their brains. And I've, I've said that before. Um, but what do you do when parents when parents are aren't like that but they just everything is just harmless so again it goes back to is it the parents fault for not you know like you know but like you said but again it goes right back to kids are going to find out how to go around firewalls and stuff like that they're going to go around it so but i I get you i mean it makes sense It, it really do make sense so in this case you feel like would you Blame the parent, basically. Yeah. That's fair. I feel like that's fair. That's fair. All right, let's get to sports. (laughs) So, I like sports. I'm sorry, but you know, but no, he's back. According to USA Today Sports, Dak Prescott. (laughs) After a two year tug of war negotiation, the Cowboys and quarterback Dak Prescott has agreed to a four year deal and, in other words, a long term contract. The deal is worth $160 million with a guaranteed of $126 million. With an NFL record of $66 million signing bonus, he is set to earn $75 million in 2021. Meaning he'll see roughly between 2.6 and 3.3 million a month for the next four years, if my math serves me correctly. And if only it worked that way. Hey, Dad. <laughs> First of all, there's a lot of millions going on. So how much money he getting total? So in the year of 2021, he'll get uh um 75 million. So how that works in sports, they break, they basically break it down to equate to the amount that they'll get. They're not going to just give you that money just like that. Like, you know, it's like a contract with the military. Um, You get, you know, you get like a bonus yeah, and you, you like six years is like $20,000, but they're not going to give you all that 20 at one time. You got to at least complete two. Right. Equate, you know, over the years. I just, I just, I just I, I'm not a big sports person. Like that. So excuse me. <laughs> anyway, so what I'm saying is, I don't see the purpose of all these millions going to these athletes like this. 
But you gotta think it about is it. A private, it is a private ran company. The NFL is a private exactly. company, but I just don't see the reason. But okay, so peep this. Wouldn't you want to get paid for wouldn't you want to get paid, right? Let's let's think about it. <clears throat> it's just like the military. Honestly, look at all of the harsh shit that they put our body through. Let's be clear. Basic training. You gotta get up at three o'clock in the morning. Then you gotta go run around like you're fucking 75% dead. You're not even be able to function. Now compare that to and okay, I'm sorry, and also extreme weather conditions. Because they'll send us anywhere. It can be extremely hot, extremely cold. And we got to be out there and just doing whatever. Same thing with, with sports. They have to train. They got to go to different foreign countries to, to, to train. And that's not mentioned. You have all this equipment, right? Somebody's running at you. A hunt, maybe, maybe 190 pounds. And depending on if you lie on your feet, maybe 200 plus pounds running at you maybe maybe 12 miles per hour and they impact you wouldn't you want to get paid millions of dollars for putting your only body that you have in this world in this life concussions uh fractured skull like don't you want to get paid when you get paid for that i, I wouldn't even want to do that if all that's involved <laughs> but what i'm saying is that's, that's just my little gay opinion <laughs> you just like the colors <laughs> right and i just like seeing the little pants on them yeah you know what see this is the reason why we gotta do that football i just like i listen i just I, I just like i like contact sports I, I really do but no um shout out to dak prescott um he is definitely um being highly talked about and i tell you i love being a cowboys fan i love it i love it i love it well, let me see how that that uh, Prescott look <laughs> really <He> white. <laughs> no, Dak Prescott is not white. Oh wait, biracial. You know what he looked like exactly. You seen him? I told you. That's the, that's that's the, he got my favorite number on. That's what I'm talking about. I was like, mm-hmm. come on. But no, uh, he, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at a backside picture of Mr. Prescott. <laughs> he ain't got no big butt though. I know, but still. Sorry. I mean, it's you know, it's a little biracial booty. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're not allowed to go into a sports bar because right. They, <laughs> you know, I don't know nothing about it. I do, but guess what? It it make it makes the game fun when you know about it, and you can be like, "Ooh, look!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we you want to move into the next announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, let's. So we got to bring up this hoe again. Well, you know, I, w- I wasn't even going to talk about her because, you know, she's really irrelevant to a lot of us in to this world at this moment. But Lil Mama is in hot fish fry grease with the LG. <laughs> <laughs> she's in hot fish grease with the LGBTQ plus community after making an Instagram post expressing that she is starting an anti-LGBTQ plus bullying heterosexual rights movement after constant so-called bullying by social media gays consistently calling her bow wow um the statements um that were made you know people usually call her bow wow because they kind of favor so this is true 
So she went she went to her Instagram and posted on her story that she wanted to start a heterosexual rights movement against the gays because she feels she feels like it's mostly the gays coming for her. And honestly, I don't think I don't think okay. that's the- first of all, I, I'm I didn't mean to cut you off because I I, I don't want to forget because you know I'm old. So how is she gonna start a heterosexual rights movement? When you, ma'am, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't you like in gay houses and balls and stuff like that, going supporting gay people and doing all that high dolling and and doing all the duck walking and the hand breaking, whatever the fuck that is? Yeah, she was. She literally was like being supportive of us and being around us and doing our mannerism and um and and learning our fattest ways. So explain to me. Now, because you 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 think it's just gay people saying to you that you look like Bow Wow, girl, you do. Actually, you don't because Bow Wow don't got fat. He's no longer attractive. <laughs> you see that nigga, right. but anyway, we ain't even talk about him. But still, like, it's not just coming from us. I think the problem is you want to do this so that way that the little bit of heterosexual fans you do have, they can get you know support you in this bullshit of a damn rights movement that you're trying to come up with can you talk can you can we can we come up with a little mama sit your ass down rights movement right because at this point sit your ass down i'm just i'm confused like it and you you embarrass yourself every opportunity that you get and i get it don't get me wrong when everything happened with her parents years ago I get it. Shit. I know what that feel like. But don't make yourself look like an ass. Right. So you, she you can avoid it. Right. So she went to her story and she this is her statement that she posted. She said, Y'all fight so hard to be respected, and some of you, not all, get a kick out, out of bullying people for having an option. How they dress, how their hair in or makeup looks how much money they have, etc. There are so many people afraid to give their honest opinion because if they do, the LGBTQ plus... Ooh, so many letters, girl. The LGBTQ plus community will hear what they want to hear and take statements out of the context. I don't have to prove myself by reminding people that I have loved ones other LGBTQ plus community. When I speak, I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I'm just speaking my truth just like you all so that was her that was her little statement about her heterosexual rights movement she feels like she gets bullied by the gays how the girls who is bullying you I don't know but I feel like she just saying some shit just to say it at this point (laughs) like nobody cares I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss nobody's feelings, but damn, girl. But her 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 reasons aren't aren't pressing for me, like. And it's not. They don't have. No, they don't have no validity to it. They don't. It's not. So she's but just speaking, having an outlash again. She's just having a tantrum again. Right. Unless <laughs> she. How old is she? I believe. I believe little mama is in her thirties. Is hey. she? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Can't be. How much? I mean, how old this woman is? 30, 31. Oh, yeah, 30s. 
She about to be 32 this year. Damn, she do look like Bow Wow. Miami, Florida article Spring Breakers Gone Wow. According to news outlet Newsweek, the city of Miami Beach has declared a state of emergency after spring break crowds flooding the beach areas. Law enforcement will begin a nightly curfew at 8 p.m. and highways going into the beach will be shut down as well. Sidewalk beaches, cafes, and bars throughout will close before curfew as well. Looks like these hoes are gonna be homeless after spending all their stimulus, unemployment, and PPP loans and their little beach trip money. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like this. Um, everybody who already purchased the ticket now, I, I get it. Like they wanted to go on vacation and spring break and shit, but why would you take your ratchet asses out there? Jumping on cars and shit, riding and getting in these big ass groups on the street of Collins Avenue. All of that shit. Like you just you, did you see some of the videos? Yes. Twer- they was twerking on the corner of Collins and Ninth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was on top of it was on top of cars. It was on top of the little the little uh what's the shit called? The little shooters. <laughs> They was out there fighting. They was doing a lot. Oh, running away from the damn restaurant without pain. Oh, yes. Oh, um, buddy boy. He was supposed to get his ass cut, caught. Now, so listen. Uh, remember our trip? <laughs> we took a... So, me me and Bam took a, a, a very spontaneous trip to Miami a, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and we experienced, we experienced a guy running out of the restaurant and the waiters just like... They, I, they look like they was on the football field, girl. They was they were, they, were they was making sure they gonna get their money. And like I mean, full fledged sprint. It <laughs> won't no, it won't no jogging. I mean, it was going after them. Right. It was the least. You talking about literally? Uh, old buddy boy fell like four times. Yes, and they still couldn't get him. He got caught eventually, <laughs> but he was supposed to get caught. How the fuck did you fall four times? But my thing, is, my thing is, I thought it was like not legal to like chase out there a patron for not paying or stealing something. Like, I thought it was supposed to be left up to the police or security. Because I, I believe, I believe you can get sued like that if you're a company and you're chasing employees. I mean, you're chasing the customers out of the store mm-hmm. because they're no longer in your store or in, or in your you know your property. I don't know how Miami, what Miami laws is. Maybe that's part of their laws. You can chase them down. I don't what know. Laws is, is you see a nigga, catch a nigga. Right. <laughs> get the nigga. Get, 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 get that big bitch. Get that <laughs> Go get the big bitch. Get that big bitch. I'm telling you. <laughs> listen, I'm in the curfew is only, um, I think it's um, Thursday, no, Friday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. So they do realize that Monday through Thursday, niggas gonna be like, well shit, fuck it. We ain't working. Right. Anyway. We ain't working anyway. So we're gonna just whatever we can't do on the weekend, we're gonna do it during the weekday. Right. So, <laughs> the only thing you're doing is just pushing back the you just you just you're pushing back the bullshit. You're you're because right. <laughs> like, like niggas gonna find a way to do what the fuck they wanna do and stay lit. Like 
they're gonna push to day parties. They may push to day parties instead of night parties. Like it's always a way around something. So whatever y'all try to come up with with those laws and curfews, <laughs> try again. <laughs> Go back to the drawing board. Right. <laughs> Just curfew the whole fucking day. Like nobody can outside. Bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And then <laughs> the crowds were so big. Like I mean, they were. There was no street covers, but that was during spring break. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, the 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 senator or whoever is in charge of these things, you know, of these of these state emergency calls, um, the mayor, I'm sorry. Um, hopefully they are like, hey, look, we need to go ahead and lift this. The spring break is over. A lot of the heavy traffic is about to die down. So we're going to see what happens with Florida because I will be taking a future trip there um, very soon. So tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) But look, look, niggas going to find a way to turn up, right? Right. (laughs) All right, y'all. So this wraps up the church announcements. Shout out to Body by D Rose. Head over to their Instagram at Body Cosmetics and also check out their website. Body by D Rose is a skin and body care line made with all natural ingredients. All products are handmade, cruelty free, and infused with a lot of love. You will be blown away by their range of cosmetic collections. Shop with them today so you can feel amazing from your crown on down. This motherfucker is psychotic. I bet you they're serial killers, less anal. White woman, probably only one who Get your shit and get out. <laughs> get your ass out. Now, y'all was probably wondering why we played that clip from Waiting Says Hill by the beautiful and talented Angela Bassett. But uh, there's a, okay, so there is a recent story about a California family, right? And they, um, they decided to purchase their home. And once they purchased a home, the landlord that um, previously owned the home decided to stay inside of the home um, due to the COVID laws. He felt like the COVID laws 
were permitting him to stay in the home, even though they had already purchased the home. So him still living there, the family that purchased it came by, you know, checking on the house and wondering, you know, why he hasn't moved out yet. And um, so they decided to take it to the police and even the police couldn't get him out because he still somehow owned the home. So now this family is basically homeless because (laughs) they can't move in. Because somebody else technically owned the home. Right. So holding the contract is what it sounds like to me. Say that again. Did he find a loophole in a contract or something like that? Right. So he was basically using state COVID laws mm-hmm. uh, as a reason why he couldn't move out. And that was that was originally his home, right? Yeah. So he was previously living there, but he decided to put it on the market. And once he put it on the market, I guess the laws had came out, you know, saying this and that. And he started using that shit because he figured he probably figured he couldn't move nowhere. So maybe he was like, I'm just stay where I'm at. So that's the thing. See, I was reading that article. I was conf- like, you know, maybe I was having a slow moment. Shit, I'm probably gonna have one. I'm having one now. But um, so he put it on the market, mm-hmm. and a family was interested in a in this home, right? But did they sign anything? Did they put any money down? Like, what what was the you know saying like? Y'all homeless because what? Like, did y'all sign anything? Because, like, again, my mother always said, you never count your eggs before they hatch. <laughs> right. So why that did it go into detail? Like, I was even trying to figure out, did they sign anything? Did they come up with an agreement? Because you can't just show up to somebody's fucking house that they put it on the market. Just because it's on the market, that don't mean anything can change. You get what I'm saying? Did you right. sign something? So if you guys don't um that are listening and don't know what we're talking about, the video is posted on our Instagram page, Collection Plate Podcast on Instagram. But the story goes as follows. When Tracy and Miles Albert purchased a beautiful four-bedroom house in Riverside, California, they never realized that at the end of Estro, the seller would suddenly refuse to give up the keys and leave. On January 31st, 2020, the couple purchased a home. More than a year later, they still haven't been able to get inside their property because of the original landlord. But this, but what the, (laughs) (laughs) so, okay, that does answer my question. So I'm assuming they went to go move in because they did go through the paperwork. Right. Because if they came up there to get the keys and the nigga said, no, y'all, y'all definitely can turn around. Y'all not getting this. Um, that means that, yeah, that, okay, now I get it. Because I was just trying to figure out, he put it on the market and y'all just showed up at my damn house. Right. So they, they're saying, unfortunately, the man who sold the home found a loophole in the California eviction mm-hmm. uh, moratorium, which made him made it hard for the Alberts to get authorities to forcibly move him out of the home. Yeah. <laughs> So my thing is, like, if you just if you knew you was gonna use loopholes and shit, like, why would you even put the house on the market? My thing is, if you already put it on the market, somebody's paying your mortgage. Why don't you just move the fuck out and take that right. money? Just because, <laughs> because if they t- and then the thing is, this family used their life savings to purchase this home. 
So a $560,000 of life savings going, gone, gone <laughs> toward this home that I can't even stay in. Oh, bitch, you better get the fuck up out of there. So, wow. I would have dressed up as a damn sleep paralysis demon and stood at the edge of his bed and <laughs> scared him the fuck up out of there. That shit right there is not cool. That's what I was. Re- that's what the five hundred sixty thousand dollars came from. Cause I was skimming through it, and that, that's my fault. I be skimming through stuff, but wow, and, all and that the, money gone. And then the Alberts say that they go over there, you know, daily because you know that's their home. They go over there and water the grass. They go over there and cut the yard. Um, keep up the landscaping. Check the mailbox. You know, but they can't. They can't go inside the home. <laughs> Let me in. Let me Let's in. in. Let us in. Let me in. Let me in. I just Let can't fucking believe it. I I couldn't do it. I would be. <laughs> that couldn't have been no black family. I'm just say this. It can't. It couldn't be no black family. <laughs> like it was a white family or black family. Oh, it was a it was a white family. But what I'm saying is, it could have been a black family because you yeah, because they would have damn tortured that man. They would have burned the house for him to come out of. But they probably got cameras. But <laughs> shoot, even if they burned the house down, your money gone. Your money's gone. Well, hopefully, got a home insurance when they <laughs> oh, Richard's insurance. But they gonna find they gonna they how much you want to bet they're gonna find out it was um it's arsenal. <laughs> yeah, quick arson or you know right huh real real quick. That's why I was just like. You can. That's what I'm saying. Like, but did they not? That's what I still lost a little bit. And listeners, if you feel like I'm slow, I don't give a fuck. I ain't slow. I'm just. I'm, I guess I'm looking at things differently because they spent. They did the five hundred sixty thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And the dude wouldn't move out. They signed all the paperwork, but shouldn't the paperwork that they signed? Um, outweigh those rules, like you know what I'm saying. Like it's been purchased. That's just like if you go and you apply for an apartment and you get approved for it at a certain rate or whatever the case may be, they can't change the rate because that's what you that's what you got approved for. You already did the paperwork, right? That's just like okay, if you, if you have a um, if you have a lease, they cannot raise your rent until that that term is over. So right, but. But these laws, I guess, that he's using to say he can stay in there, that's what's keeping him there. Like these, these, I, I guess they I'm guessing that they were recent laws that was put out because it was something that was before mm-hmm. the family signed the contracts. Then they, he couldn't have used that. So they must have came out, you know, after <laughs> they purchased the home. And he's, well, no, I, you're right though. That still don't make sense. You see what I'm saying? Like they signed, they signed to pay for the shit at closing. Got the key. That, that's that's their home. Yeah, it's so no cool. longer. It's no longer the person's. That's just like if I get a house built and I put it on the market or whatever the case may be. Somebody they get approved for this place. It's now their their home owner. Right. It's their home. It's now. It's no longer mine. I put it up for. It. That's just kind of like. Giving like you giving twenty dollars away, you gave twenty dollars away, and that person goes spending twenty dollars, but you want your but you want that same twenty dollar bill back. 
It's been spent, baby. You can't have yeah, that back. Find you another 20. Look, right. It, it spins the same. It's been the same. I, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. And I think that with the whole pandemic thing, it does have a lot of people panicking. It does. Like it has a lot of a lot of people panicking, especially letting their home, um, letting their homes be up for, you know, up for grabs of somebody else. But stuff like that, you shouldn't you shouldn't do it to nobody like that. Um, you know, statistics say even before COVID-19 uh, pandemic began, homelessness was increasing across the country. As of January 20, 2019, 568,000 people were experiencing homelessness, an increase of nearly 15,000 from 2018. Then, according to most recent point in time data from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, the January 2020 point in time courts will offer further insight into pre-pandemic trends, but have not yet been released. The increase of homelessness in 2019 is especially alarming, not only because people without housing are at high risk of COVID-19 exposure, but also because the pandemic's economic impact could lead to an increase in numbers of people experiencing homelessness. So if you think that a law is keeping you or allowing you to like do people like this, I think that they should get locked up for that. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a form of like fraud or some shit. Like, it, that is fraud. Like, very fraudulent. <laughs> because here's the thing, though. Okay, so is since that's that, it, huh? It, yeah, it is misleading. Oh, so is it question? So if they signed the contract, right? And they did everything. Are there are like the mortgage payments being drafted out, or they have to physically pay it? That's the thing. So the sources um, that we're using mm-hmm. uh, haven't stated that. Um, neither did the family state that. But I mean, if they are paying mortgage payments or rent payments or whatever they're doing, that that's dumb on their part. Yeah, that's that's that, that <laughs> that's dumb on their part. Like, I'm not paying for nothing. I'm not, I can't live in right. Like that bitch should be for surely uh not coming out of my bank account. I'll I'll change my damn account number. See, but then would it okay, so that mag mess up their credit. Well, yeah. Now your credit <laughs> shot because of his ass. Be- <laughs> <laughs> then you get your ass locked up. This nigga you got people out here homeless because they did their due diligence, pay all their life savings money and you said, nah, see. This nigga will be beat the fuck up. <laughs> Listen, arson. I'll take that arson charge real quick. Somebody incinerate some shit. You hear me? <laughs> Bitch, if I can't live in it, nobody gonna live in it. <laughs> nobody gonna live in it. I just, I don't get it. Like, you know, I, I don't get it. And, you know, outside, outside of that situation, which I think is absurd, um, Living here in Georgia, one of the things that I saw, especially in the Atlanta area, um, whether and, and I know a lot of people jump on me like Dom, oh, you know, what I'm saying like, why you always wanna, you know, what I'm saying like, why you always wanna give like homeless people money or like if I see them like on the side, I stop it like I give it to them because I feel like this about it, right? And these are vets, by the way. 
they hold the signs up, you know, ex, you know, they hold up the signs and whatnot have you. Some of them may not be, but majority of them are. Um, it's, it really breaks my heart to see that down here. Um, because I'm going to tell you why I feel like they're vets. I'm going to tell you the reason why I feel like that they are vets. Most of them are. Because up under a lot of bridges, I see a lot of tents. I see a lot of handy homeless people. And these types of skills that these particular skills that I'm that I see is gotta it only is gonna come from a profession such as the military. Normal people, they aren't that creative when it comes to survival. You have to have had some type of training, some type of, you know history of you know survival or whatever but again like what i see is how they build like little forts and stuff like that and i and i see how they are really creative they don't have computers they can't get on pinterest they don't have phones they can't get on tiktok and see these little cute little diys they can't they don't have that access to that but what do they do have they do have uh, word of mouth. They do have the the um the uh, creativity or the the discipline that was instilled in them. However long they was in the military, and that's why I feel like veterans are the ones who suffer the most because some of them who have been in like that it, it does something to people mentally, and we don't know we don't know um what has happened to them to cause them to be that type of way. But what is like your take on how people could end up homeless? Like what's another thing that you see that causes homelessness outside of the, the false advertisement, the fraud with the uh, house um, veterans, what else, you know, do you think causes homelessness? Well, I mean, homelessness, is me growing up, me seeing homeless, you know, the homeless uh, guys on the side of the highway, you know, asking for money or food. Um, that's always bothering me. I don't, because I never understood why America had homelessness to begin with. Um, but of course, growing up and seeing uh, that most of them were veterans and then you begin to think like, why is the military not, I wouldn't say necessarily taking care of these veterans once they get out, mm. but just like, you know, just giving them some type of resources to help them rather than like pushing them out on the streets. Um, but I don't. I don't really know a reason why people would be homeless. I guess because America doesn't do well with like making sure everybody has housing, whether you have a job or not. And that's another thing. Like most people, most people are homeless because they don't have a job or they can't find a job. But mm -hmm. then again, I believe that's an excuse because uh, jobs are available out there, and most of the time you don't need any type of degrees or you know yeah, background yeah any type of educational background um such as mcdonald's <laughs> etc etc and for oh, you don't need some now because they their their equipment has gotten real 
different from the time I had to work at McDonald's almost, I'm going to just say yeah. 10 plus years ago. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think it's that difficult for a home, uh, someone homeless, you know, to go in there and turn on a microwave because that's what McDonald's used. But <laughs> um, yeah, it should be very easy then for, for them to find jobs and stuff like that. But from my experience of home, so, okay. <laughs> I recently went through this homeless uh, transaction situation. Oh my gosh, you were not homeless. Shut up. No, not me. I'm talking about oh. somebody that I ran into. Oh, I'm about to say, oh my God, please shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day, um, well, not the other day, probably like a week ago, I was, I don't know, I was just very sick. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the pollen traveling through my body but i was just having a lot of migraines and headaches and stuff like that so i decided to go to a cookout um here in the here in the fayetteville area and um so i go to cookout order my food and i like to park and eat my food because i don't like to like travel back to my to where i live and then eat because by the time by that time, the food be cold. So I sat in the parking lot, in the parking space, and ate my food. And I saw this guy. He looked like he was in his late 30s, maybe early 40s. He was just like walking back and forth. I was like, oh, God, he's panhandling. Like You could obviously see that he was panhandling. And I'm going from car to car asking for money. So he, so he kind of hesitated coming to my way because I had kind of gave him a look. You know, I already got like a resting bitch face, no matter where I am. So he was like, excuse me. Unfortunately. <laughs> so um, he was hesitating coming to my window. So I was just, I, I was acting like I was still watching what was on my phone because I like to watch shit while I eat. So I was, I was <laughs> acting like I was watching what was on my phone. So I see him still standing at my window. He came closer, closer to my window. And he's just standing there. And so I decided to let the window down. And he spoke with a very soft voice. Like, he had a very soft voice. <laughs> but not soft, like feminine, but he was just like real low monotone. Yeah, he real, yeah, soft spoken. So he approached my car and he started explaining to me that, you know, um, he is of God and, you know, God is, is, um, is looking out for him and he wants, he needs some help, like some monetary help. Mm-hmm. And he's, that he's currently living in a hotel across the street. Um, and he only has $19 in his pocket. And so I asked him like straight up, I was like, okay, so what do you want me to do? Because you're telling me you have all these things and all these resources already. So what do you want me to help you out with? You got money in your pocket. You're standing at a hotel across the street and you look clean. I mean, he looked very clean. He had full clothes on. Mm-hmm. It was like 30 degrees outside. So I said, what do you want me to do? Um, I mean, so, so then he proceeded, I proceeded to tell him, mm-hmm. um, that I only had card on me and not cash, which was the truth. Like I only carry card or Apple Pay on my phone. Right. So, <laughs> do you know this nigga proceeded to tell me 
He said, well, do you have Cash App? These niggas is getting real crafty. <laughs> I, I could have fucking hollered like in his face. Where are you going to get the Cash App? I st- and I start thinking, I'm like, well, this nigga got a cell phone too. <laughs> so is you really homeless or like you just panhandling for money? Look, because, uh, what's that thing called? Uh, malingering. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and I told him, I said, I don't have Cash App. Like, I don't use the app. Knowing that well, I do use the app, but I'm not going to tell him I got Cash yeah, App. Yeah, now I don't think you're homeless because you have, you have all the means. And of- then plus you have my information, my name going to pop up. My picture going to pop up of my Cash App. Hell no. So I was like, I was like, um, no, I don't have Cash App or whatever. And mm-hmm. he was like, okay. And then he started backing up. He was like, okay, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So he took he took off and then he started going to cars that was in the, waiting in the drive waiting for their food. So then I proceeded to finish my food because I was like, I can get, I got to get the fuck up out of here because he might come back over here again and try to do something to me. So that's why you think somebody always trying to do something. To you. you have to grow up. So I took I took off out of the parking lot, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me why I get to the light to get back on the highway, <laughs> and there's like a little, uh, I think it was like a little Nissan Altima. No, um, it was a <laughs> it was a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> And it had all of, it had his tail lights off and it had his headlight off. But he was it was it was just sitting at the uh, light, the traffic light. Mm-hmm. I pulled up behind it, so I get behind the car and I'm looking like, why this car got all his lights off? So I go around it to turn, and I look over in the driver's seat. This nigga is in the driver's seat. That has happened to me before. Listen, <laughs> listen. That happens so often. It happens so, 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 so often. That's not even like a new thing. These homeless people have legitimately, you know, I'm sorry, people who falsify homelessness, they have been doing this for years. And that really goes back to one bad apple can really spoil the whole bunch because what if a person is really in need of something and now I no longer have the heart to give to homeless because of their experience because of that experience and it's just like it's unfair because now what if you know what if you see that person on tv like oh my god like i remember i kept walking because i feel type of way mm-hmm. but i'm telling you you like that that's that's crazy like honestly i was, I was fucking flabbergasted okay like I was, I was like how is this possible and it's like you know he had, he had all his lights off trying to be sneaky about it, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he wouldn't be noticed. But that made him even more noticeable having all his lights off. Because right. I wouldn't I wouldn't even look over there if he had his lights on regularly like anybody else. Mm-hmm. So this nigga was driving a car. He had a cell phone. He had a hotel room. He had nineteen dollars in his pocket, and he asked me for my cash app. So he can get some more money to do whatever he's trying to do. I don't know. And, you know, most of the time, like my grandma always tell me, most of the time they're they're using the money that you give them for drugs. So general question, do do people, um, should people be obligated to help homeless people? No, they shouldn't. 
if this is a case by case person, well, person by person, and you have the heart for it and you feel obligated, you're not in the wrong. That's just who you are. And if you have a person that you feel like, no, I'm not going to give nothing because I don't want to, you're not wrong for that either because that's, that's your money. Well, most of the time, it just comes from personal experience. Like some people have went through a rough patch in their life and they've experienced some type of homelessness or couldn't mm-hmm. find a way to stay. And it just, they, they got into a better place and it just reflects, they just reflect back on it and be like, I was once in that space and maybe they feel entitled. Right. Not entitled, but you know, they feel like the need to give because that could have been them again or, you know. Well, that's something else. That's that's a story within itself. Some people who were homeless who didn't have anything, now they have this thing of, I have to give, I got to give, I got to give, I got to give, I got to give because I know what it feels like. Yeah. But then again, like still, that's still a natural obligation. You made it out. That doesn't mean you have to take everybody with you. Right. Because not everybody has the same mindset. <laughs> Hello. And then who's to say that you go and help somebody and then that sends you right back to where you just came from. Because right. now you're in a more fragile place. You're more open to, okay, I know what it's like to like lose everything. I know what it's like to have nothing. So now I have to help somebody else. And you go help them. And now guess what? Now you're back in the same predicament you was in the first place. Right. Because a part of that process was not for you to go backwards to help somebody else that was in your same situation. And I know for sure there are many resources out there, such as homeless shelters and, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, organizations that come out and offer jobs to most of them. I'm, sh- I'm very sure. It, but because of the job they want, they do. Right. You know, most of them just don't want a job. And I guess that's just what they have to deal with. And I, that's where I come in. I just be like, if you don't want better for yourself, how can I, how can I help you? How can I give you better if you don't want better? Right. So that's something to reflect back on y'all. Um, the next time you see someone panhandling, um, just keep your eyes open because sometimes it's the face <laughs> out there wanting a cash app. <laughs> sometimes it's someone who's the really yeah so sometimes it's it's really people that's in need so you just never know like i don't know homelessness in america is real um as we see see across the country especially in la skid row i think it's called skid row or Mm -hmm. and then uh ocean uh six flags boulevard in florida well the boulevard that's off of six flags boulevard um they have bodies galore laying out there on the sidewalk. And that was back in 2010 when I went when I went to um, Clearwater. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen nothing like that in a long time. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, um, California, Florida. I didn't see. They call, I it, they call it Tent City. Huh? They call it Tent City in uh, California on that road. I wonder why. Because they're not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I was about to say they're not because they're not helping them, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I think it's them not helping themselves. True. If you want help, then you got to help yourself. But yeah. I hope that this sermon 
touched you guys soul and got way down and where y'all needed to get to so we're going to ask you guys to dig way down in your pockets and we want you to let us know is homelessness good money or bad money we only ask for your uh, best because we're gonna give you give you guys our best. So I'll go first. Not the amazing grace. I will start off by um, giving a. I say I'm gonna give a twenty dollar seed towards homelessness, and I'm gonna say why. Um, because I feel like throughout the year, I give to homeless people not because I want recognition, but because that's who I am. So I give year round. So in this moment, I'm going to give a twenty dollar seed. What do you What do you want to give, Rap? Mm, uh, I'm a uh, I'm a pay through Cash App on this go round. <laughs> since since, since the, the homeless people that I encounter need they got Cash, cash Apps. Yeah, I'm just give Cash App about twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. Okay, that's fair. Which no, really are you sending? Are you sending, or that's because they requested it? <laughs> no, that's because they requested it, and they're only going to get about twenty four dollars uh, because you know cash out takes they one percent. They're going to get theirs, <laughs> so they're going to get theirs definitely. Yeah, cash out twenty five dollars for me. Twenty five dollars. So I guess you know we 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 raised you know we raised forty five dollars. Um, did I give 25 or 20? 20. Oh, yeah, 45 dollars. So um in this sense, I, I guess we can I guess we can say um homelessness is mm, I mean that's enough for a nice meal at Olive Garden. You're absolutely right. A dinner for one. So yeah. I'm gonna say this was good money. I'm gonna say that this was good money. Look, good money well spent. It ain't, right. how, it ain't how it ain't how much you got, it's how you spend it. Right. Budget. Budget. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're not gonna hold y'all too much longer. Thank you guys for joining us again on another episode of the Collection Plate Podcast with Bam and Raphael. Um, any closing remarks, Bam? I'ma say this. All money. It ain't good money. And all cash app requests right. <laughs> don't necessarily have to be accepted. Right, right. Because I'll deny, deny, deny your ass quick. I'm telling you. But no, in all, all realness, if you want to um, uh, find a nonprofit organization towards homelessness for families who actually need it, such as the family who um, has purchased a home and they can't live in it, um, please just, you know, go to like your local libraries or, um, just browse on Google, browse on the internet and see what foundation that you can donate to, to help a family in need. And if you're somebody like me who donates money to homeless people year round, based off of how, based off of what's on your heart to give, continue to do that. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Make sure you guys subscribe hey subscribe <laughs> i said it right this time make sure you guys subscribe to our podcast and download each episode 
That's very vital that you guys download each episode. Also, follow us on Instagram at Collection Plate Podcast um, as we keep you guys up to date on there as well. We love you guys and thank you guys for all the support. Heat up a bull shot, say, Amen. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thank you all for tuning in to another podcast episode of The Collection Plate with Bam and Raphael. Don't forget to check us out on all podcast streaming platforms such as Apple, Google, Stitcher, and Amazon. We cannot wait to talk to y'all next week with all new church announcements and earworthy discussions. So keep listening and let the church say amen.